Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, October 25th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here's What's What near you. Mayor Eric Adams attended a Back the Blue police rally today. The New York Police Department hosted the event and announced the creation of a new foundation. It'll assist families of police officers killed in the line of duty. New York will make the nation's largest ever state investment in renewable energy. The first steps will be three offshore wind and 22 land-based renewable energy projects. The energy produced will be enough to power 2.6 million New York homes. By 2030, the state hopes to deliver 12% of New York's electricity needs through renewable energy. The project is also expected to create approximately 8,000 jobs and generate $20 billion in economic development investments. That includes developer-committed investments to support disadvantaged communities. The project supports New York's Climate Act goal. The initiative seeks to obtain 70% of the state's electricity from renewable sources by 2030. But state officials say they may even surpass the goal. They expect 79% of New York's electricity in 2030 to be supplied by renewable resources. Some schools in New Jersey won't be having Halloween celebrations this year. The South Orange Maplewood School District has made the decision to ban students from wearing costumes during school hours. It's an effort to embrace inclusivity. Costumes can be a financial burden on families, and certain outfits could disrespect the culture of some students. New Jersey Governor Murphy does not seem to agree with the move. He posted a response on X yesterday saying, Seriously, we can't let kids celebrate Halloween? But Superintendent Ronald Taylor says the schools are willing to host fall festivities instead. New Yorkers are concerned about things like the flow of migrants in the city and crime rates. That's according to the New Siena College poll. The poll also showed a drop in President Biden's approval ratings. It was his least favorable rating ever in a Siena poll. For Governor Kathy Hochul, 45 percent of voters said that she's doing a good job in office. Siena College pollster Steve Greenberg says this isn't a good trend for Hochul because in her two years as governor, she's never had 50 percent of the voters in New York say they view her favorably. Protesters are expected to gather at Floyd Bennett Field this evening. They're speaking out against the 500 migrant families that are expected to arrive by the end of this month. That's according to Councilwoman Joanne Ariola. The airfield has been at the center of controversy for months. Officials have fought to use the land to house migrants while receiving pushback from New York residents. This past Monday, another protest was held arguing that the field is unfit to house any migrants, let alone children. They've also cited zoning and safety concerns. And now it's time for sports. We're on to the last two standing in the MLB. Which means we better get ready for the next sport in the rotation, NBA basketball. WFUV News Editor David Escobar joins us now to take us beyond all of this week's sports headlines. Hey, David. Hi, Caroline and Jaya. It's so good to be with you. Well, let's get back to baseball and basketball in a minute, but I wanted to start by asking you about a sport we don't always give a lot of love to. I'm talking about hockey and Tapegate more specifically from over the weekend. What is going on in the NHL? Yeah, absolutely. And first off, I'm going to say I love that we're calling it Tapegate now. But for people who maybe don't follow hockey, 
there's basically been a lot of resistance from NHL players um, over wearing shirts, wrapping their sticks with tape, doing things that represent a specific social or cultural cause. And that's part of a larger trend across leagues like the NFL and NBA. And when I say causes, I don't mean like the NFL slapping end racism on the backs of players' helmets and across the end zone. I also mean things like cultural nights where fans maybe buy exclusive Latino or Asian American branded merch from their favorite team. Why was the NHL so against all this? So it actually all started last season. A couple of hockey players refused to wear pride-themed jerseys on their team's pride night. The NHL stepped in to save face, basically banning players from using any equipment branded uh, with some sort of social cause. But over the weekend, Arizona Coyotes player Travis Dermott slapped some rainbow tape on his stick to show his support for the queer community. And now, instead of hitting him with a fine or maybe suspending Dermott, the league is rolling back their ban, which I think is pretty damn amazing. And more power to him, David. You know, we finally got the final two in baseball, so I was wondering if we could pick your brain a little bit before heading into the World Series. Who do you think is going to take it all this year? You know, I think it's still pretty hard to say. But for now, we're going to be in for such a treat this year. We already had one team punch their ticket before last night, and that being the Texas Rangers. They knocked off their Lone Star State rival Houston Astros, and that's a big deal because the Strohs have established themselves as one of the biggest baseball dynasties in the past decade. You could talk all you want about that cheating scandal back in 2018, but in the past five years, this team hasn't needed to bang on a trash can or anything else to steal pitching signals. I guess maybe until this year. So we've got the Rangers, but what about the Diamondbacks? I mean, I want to just take a second and think about the two teams we're talking about right now. Neither of them won their division going into the playoffs, and they both had to grind out wildcard spots. But Arizona's success is especially impressive, considering they ended the season just six games over 500. And if you're thinking, when's the last time Arizona even played in the World Series? You would have to go all the way back to 2001. It was only three years even after the organization started as part of the MLB expansion program. So now they're set to play in their second World Series ever, and the first few games are all starting this weekend. Okay, and one last thing while we've got you here. The Knicks and the Nets are both starting their seasons tonight. What are your thoughts going into the season? Well, we can start with the Knicks because I think I'm a little bit more confident in my prediction here. This is a team that won 47 games last year, and they even won a playoff series. They've had a pretty quiet offseason, which means two things usually, continuity and hopefully growth from last season. You know, I think that's a lot easier said than done, though, considering teams like the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, some giants in the Eastern Conference are going to be standing in their way. But, you know, who knows? The Knicks are all about surprises, so let's hope this year it's good surprises and not bad ones. And you know, over in Brooklyn, I think it's a completely different situation. The Nets traded away the farm, namely Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, in the middle of the season. And they do have talented players like Mikel Bridges, Ben Simmons, and Spencer Dinwiddie, who are all fantastic on the defensive side of things. The thing is, I just don't see how this team finds a way to win in crunch time. None of their star players are known for their ability to score. And you know, as the saying goes, defense might win championships. But you need to score some buckets too, y'all, especially in today's modern NBA. And speaking of today's NBA, what's the deal with this new in-season tournament? I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think that's going to be a big part of the season. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
basically all 30 teams will be in this tournament and they'll play a series of games during November on top of their regular season games. Teams will be split into six groups of five, I want to say, to play in a group stage, much like the tournaments we see over in European soccer. Then the best teams will advance to a knockout stage, where they'll play single elimination games to determine an NBA Cup champion. What a new term. But the tournament isn't just a side gig for these players. Every game is going to count towards their um, regular season standings. Sounds like there is going to be a lot to keep our eyes on this year, David. David Escobar is the news editor at WFUV. David, thank you so much for stopping by to chat all things sports with us. Thanks for having me. Lin-Manuel Miranda and Governor Kathy Hochul were attendees at the groundbreaking for the People's Theater Project's new center in Inwood. The People's Theater Project is an organization that gives immigrants a platform for performing arts. The new location will be the first theater and research and cultural center in Inwood in Washington Heights. The city invested $15 million in funding the center's construction. Governor Kathy Hochul emphasized the importance of the power of art and music and that she will be at the center's ribbon-cutting ceremony in 2026. And we would like to wish a very happy birthday to Miss Katy Perry. The singer-songwriter is known for her eccentric style and hits like Firework, California Girls, Roar, and Birthday. Katy Perry turns 39 today. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Caroline Ely. And that's What's What.